0: I'm Ken Boone, and this is my podcast, Much More to Say. This show is sponsored by the Descant Music and Media Group, creators and producers of podcasts, covering a wide range of subjects. Our shows are hosted on Spreaker and available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's Much More, the number 2, say.weebly.com. Now, on with the show. You know, I love those TV spots, those uh, commercials for that product, Boost, which is the old-timer's milkshake. And in that series of ads, they feature a golden ager who's a photographer. And she drinks and swears by the product. In one of the early ads, she's on a photo shoot capturing a very young, very hip band. She has them posing by trees. She has them, you know, doing all kinds of other stuff. And they're listening to her because she knows what she's doing. In another one, she says, you know what? Age is a number, and mine is unlisted. And they go on and on from there. Now, I would bet the characters, to develop the character, or the backstory of the character is uh, someone who, you know, worked their tail off, went to school, got a job, worked their way up, always took pictures on the side, Always uh, was the family member who got the great shots. And then when she retired, she's like, you know what? I'm going to do this full time. And I don't care who likes it or who doesn't like it as long as my client likes it. And if I had to do it for free, I would. That's, That's the backstory I'm writing for her. And I'm nowhere close to the real thing. So this is just me talking probably. There's another series of ads from uh, Etsy, which is the crafty artisan, like, online marketplace that you know, has been around forever, but, you know, after the pandemic hit, you started seeing more ads for that because people were home, and they were trying to make extra money so they would kind of pull out their crafts, dust them off, and sell them. Now, the, 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 in this case, the um, this one particular ad, the announcer or well, the voiceover artist, I should use the correct term, who's playing the role of the naysayer, who's saying that talking about dreams and how they're shot down by those who love you because they mean well, and one line that stuck was, you're too old. You're too old to fulfill your dreams. And in that case, the person who's selling through Etsy says, oh yeah, I'll show you. I'll sell my mugs, I'll sell my rugs, I'll sell my paintings, You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do what I have to do and I got a place where I can go. So, you know, you can take your opinion and, you know, go somewhere. As far as I'm concerned, as for me, and you know, I decided to follow my post-retirement dream, and that was producing the spoken word media. It wasn't always that dream because it always didn't exist, but it did. But that's, you know, for another day. Now, starting with podcast then moving on to capturing live events such as conferences, such as webinars and the like. I then moved on to, you know, adding voice acting. And in the last episode, I even uh, put out or I let you guys hear a 15-second um, a well, a a series of 15-second spots that Celia and I did with some music and all that stuff. And here's the deal. Like the other actors or characters in those other commercials, where two or three can hear me, I consider it a success. And I would do it for free. I'm doing it for free. And uh, whatever... Whatever comes of it, as long as two or three can hear me, I'm a success and I will continue. When I began this podcast last September, my main intent was to use it to help uh, disprove a lot of the disinformation surrounding the upcoming elections. That was the hot button topic. So, in a small way, I was trying to defang the monsters who were on the other side of the aisle, who were trying to scare us into, you know, behavior that they thought was acceptable. We were also ass deep in the uh, COVID-19 battle. We were still in lockdown, social distancing, and mask, mask wearing mode. That vaccine was still somewhere over the rainbow. And little did we know that there were forces out there who were trying to unravel our way of life. That's just coming out now. Finally, the selfish thing was I wanted to use this show to promote the other shows I produced for other hosts. Now, unfortunately for our listeners, the other shows went into what they call podfade. <laughs> All right, so what's pod fade? Okay, that's when you stop your podcast without notice. doesn't end intentionally. You just run out of energy, things to say, you don't want to do the work, or there's other things that come up, and you just stop uh, producing episodes. You know, that's what happened. Hopefully, they'll come back, but if not, we got a good run. Now, as sad as it is to see a podcast fade out, it's not uncommon. You know, most podcasts fade or cease to be after just seven episodes. So in fact, the mortality rate, or they call it pod in Podspeak, the fade rate is well over 50% of shows that don't even last two years. Period. Now I have this small show with a small audience and even smaller prospect for future growth. So that leaves me with this question. Is it a failure? Am I a failure? Here's the short answer. Hell no. But if you don't consider my show a failure, then what should be considered a failure? Well, this looks like a job, a research job, for my trusty Google machine. All right, in my uh, research, I came across several articles, but one really jumped out at me, and it was from a writer named Brandon Beard, and he writes for the website medium.com. And this one was, uh, the, the title was, Five Reasons Most Podcasts Fail But Yours Don't Have To. Now, he starts by saying that, you know, podcasts, they fail. Maybe not immediately, Maybe not in the first few months, but most podcasts fail. So we need to prepare ourselves. First of all, find out what is failure and how, again, how can we prevent against it? Um, One of the main reasons for failure in that arena is that the podcaster simply gives up. They decide it's not worth their time or the investment of their talents, and they do something else. So they may, you know, take the blogging. They may s- set up a YouTube channel. They may do a bunch of things. They may just quit communicating altogether. But they shouldn't, but they do. And then this thing called fade comes in. And uh, that's pretty much, you know, just... Even though you didn't intend to, the show just kind of went away. That's what they call pod fade. Um, But, you know, you don't want to be discouraged if you're out there. You know, there's hope. I mean, because, again, um, us podcasters, we're creators and we're communicators. We have something to say and we are not going to, you know, let something like, you know, poor listenership or, you know, just struggling with the technology or, you know, trying to find interesting things to say all the time on a week, consistent basis, weekly, biweekly, sometimes even daily. We're not going to let those challenges stop us because we're going to keep moving. So, let's examine the five reasons why most podcasts and podcasters fail. Now, this is per Mr. Beard, okay? <laughs> Number one, they have the wrong expectations. I mean, they believe their show is going to be a smash right out the gate. Overwhelming success, overnight success. But that leaves them feeling discouraged when it's not. But the good news is that their show, your show, my show can change and evolve over time and get better. So don't stop. Just keep at it. Number two, they sabotage themselves. They make the show they think they should make instead of making the show they want to make. I mean, there's a saying in baseball when you're trying to coach up kids and they're nervous and everything. You tell them, trust your stuff. I believe that. Same with podcast. Same with everything. Number three, they don't connect with an audience. Who's their audience? Who's your audience? Who's my audience? That audience is you or someone just like you. So you talk directly to them. And before you do that, you ask yourself, what do I like to hear? What podcast do I listen to? What YouTube videos do I watch? And remember, you haven't cornered the market on pretty much anything. So if you like something... There's a pretty good chance that there are hundreds, thousands, maybe even millions of people who like it, who like the same thing. So you talk directly to yourself, you talk directly to them, and you'll find your niche. Number four, they're doing too much, they stretch themselves too thin. But there is a lot to do, especially when you're starting out, you're doing everything. You don't have the support of a network behind you. You just, you know, you just have to go it alone. But don't stretch yourself too thin. What you can do is develop an efficiency system, test it, and stick with it for as long as it works. I have mine it's taken me a while to get there because I'm, I'm not that fast of a study. But I have mine and I can do these things. I can do these episodes in like no time now. Trust me, it works. And finally, number five. They don't create raving fans. Now, despite all the technology out there, the marketing, the marketing that's free, the marketing that people are selling, word of mouth is still the best way people will discover a new show. I mean, I know I find something I like, I'm telling people. And um, that's how these things grow organically. I mean, there's, the other techniques work, but word of mouth is the best way for people to discover a new show. So you need to create a buzz if growth is your main objective. Okay, this is about time that I wrap up this episode. There's plenty more coming down the pike and I'm glad you're listening. I can't thank you enough. Now, why my efforts are not a failure in my opinion. All right, now my goal for building a successful spoken word media network requires a lot of time and a lot of effort. So I'm planning for the long, long term. The only strategy that matters is one that sees me producing new episodes constantly, consistently. I have to remind myself that this is the thing that I would do if money were no object and I could not fail. Now, I have to be honest and vulnerable on this show to attract the right people. That's that uh, rave audience that I was talking about earlier. Now, it may turn off some, but I believe I will gain enough listeners who get it. And now those are the only ones who should matter. One of the things I did was I found another community of podcasters, you know, out there who understand the journey. I may or may not have listened to their show, but I appreciate what they do. And when I listen to it, you know, I like it. You know, I share it if the content is something that, um, you know, my audience may like. And who's my audience? Me. People like me. Also, my expectations are very modest. Now, I'm giving myself the time and space to play around Fill around, experiment, make all the mistakes in the world. Now, this podcast is entering its second year, so I've more than beaten the odds. Uh, my other hosts who are, have uh, gone through podfade, one of them has done 16 episodes. The other one has done 32 episodes. So they've beaten the average of seven. So theirs are successes. And... You know, I wish them all the uh, luck in the world, and I'm there for them, and I know they're there for me. Most important is that I am still having fun. That's because if I'm enjoying the journey, I'll keep coming back again and again and again, and I'll keep putting these things out again and again and again. So even if just two or three can hear me, and like what I do I'll keep going. Now as for the host of the other shows I produced, one of them, you know, they had, they've embarked on a journey of self-actualization, doing a lot of reading, a lot of studying and you know I support you know their efforts 100%. The other one has transitioned back to her first love, which is music, and she's really good. And, you know, I support that one, that that effort. I support her, I should say. And I'm making adjustments to my space and my setup to accommodate that. But I do know that if I needed either one of them to record another episode to guest on an episode, or whatever. They're just a text or phone call away. So, am I a failure? No. Am I going to keep coming back? Yes. And if you guys want to you know, try this thing out, let me know. I mean, I'm also getting to the point where I've got some kind of proficiency where I can actually coach and tutor you. Now, this isn't a sales pitch. This is something that, you know, I would do, and I'd probably do for nothing. So, thank you guys for listening, and I will see you next time. Our quote for today comes from Shannon Kirk, founder and editor of the website, will Write for Boots. Be willing to go alone sometimes. You don't need permission to grow. Not everyone who started with you will finish with you. And that's okay. Until next time, this is Ken Boone. Thanks for listening. We invite you to visit our website, muchmortosay.weebly.com. That's MuchMore. The number two, say.weekly.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our podcasts are hosted on Spreaker. We can also be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and most podcast directories. Our email address is descantmmg at gmail.com. So like, Comment, share, and join the conversation. This has been a production of the Descant Music and Media Group.